Hello VO, episode number nine. Welcome to the Hello VO podcast. Plain and simple basics to get you started in the voiceover industry with masterclass instructor and voiceover actor, Lisa Foster. All right, today's topic is skeptics. Skepticism, being skeptical. I looked this up on Google just to find out what the actual definition of skeptic was. And it says this, a person inclined to question or doubt accepted opinions. So yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much sums up what a skeptic is. Now that person could be you, or it could be somebody that you know, could be somebody that loves you, could be somebody that doesn't love you. Being a skeptic is something that will probably, if not absolutely, hold you back from anything that you want to do. And I think it's an interesting thing to examine anytime we decide to move forward with something. Or it could even be that we we don't want to move forward with something because we are skeptical about it. We can be skeptical about our abilities, our own ability to do it, or we could be skeptical about the actual thing that we're going to do. Like, is it real? Is it, am I, is it something that I can really absolutely manage? And is this a real job? <laughs> I get that a lot with voiceovers. Is voice, is, I didn't know voiceovers was a real job. And I hear the skepticism in people's voices when they make that remark to me. And it's funny, it, it's a real job. <laughs> it's a real career. We get paid good money to voice things. We have a very cool job. I've said this before. Our job, somebody writes the script, and our job is to bring it to life and not read it aloud, but to actually bring the message to life. So we're tasked with influencing and persuading, informing, and or entertaining. That's kind of our deal. That's what we get paid to do. And if you think about it and you look around or listen around, you can't go a whole day without hearing a voiceover. So the skepticism I think people have about whether or not this is a viable industry or a real job is simply because they they think it's uh, they haven't really thought about all the different voiceovers that they hear day in and day out. Now, it's interesting. Nobody ever questions the fact that, you know, being a lawyer is, a, is that a real job? Yeah, it is. There's very little skepticism there or being a nurse or being a teacher or a fireman or a receptionist. Those are all real jobs, just like voiceovers. That's, there's real jobs there. So skepticism about the industry is very common. And I encourage people who who have this skepticism to do your own research. I always laugh at that phrase, I'll do my own research. But I think it's important to look it up and find out. Be willing to be wrong about your assumptions. Be willing to get new information that will help you understand and reduce your skepticism about this industry. Be willing to not be correct about this. I find oftentimes people are very closed-minded, and, and I get it. I mean, there are lots of things in our in our lives that we are skeptical about, and we typically seek information to support 
our skepticism rather than debunk it. So I would encourage you to go find things that debunk it so that you can have a clearer idea of it. Now, it may be that you still come up with information that tells you, that makes you feel very a suspect of our business, of our industry. But again, try to find other pieces of information, other resources that will challenge that your way of thinking. And again, as I've said, I'm, I often say this, voiceovers is not for everyone. And it's not because it's not a real industry <laughs> or a real job. It's just not for everyone. And oftentimes people will ask me, well, what do, what do you mean by that? Why wouldn't it be right for me? And I, and I tell people, this is a freelance industry. It is not people who want a fixed amount of money every two weeks need to go work for corporate America. People who need to know exactly what they're getting in their paycheck, that's why voiceovers will not work for you. And the reason is obvious because you will have many, many, many different jobs, many different employers, and many different types of projects that have many different pay scales to them. So that's one of the reasons why voiceovers isn't for everyone, because folks who don't like the uncertainty of what they're going to get paid won't do very well with this business. This doesn't have anything to do with talent or lack of talent. It's just this business is it's a real business, but it's not for everyone. So again, I encourage you, go find out, go check it out. Find information that doesn't support your skepticism. Find information that challenges it. Now, the other skeptic can be yourself or it can be people around you. I hear often people who are this is typically for people who are married or, or in a partnership, but it's not limited to just those, those people, but people who say, you know, uh, I need to talk to my wife or I need to talk to my husband, my boyfriend, girlfriend, my partner, whoever it is, just to run this by them and see what they think. Well, often what happens in, in, in most cases, the person that loves you is going to support what your idea of an ideal life and a pursuit is. They'll support you no matter what crazy little star you want to follow in your life across this vast earth. I love that so much. My mother was that way, and I have a story coming up about her that I'll share with you. But oftentimes people love to tell us that things are not possible. They love to tell us that things aren't possible. Oh, that's not possible. And there will always be people who say you can't. There will always be people who say you can't. There was a gentleman that I had done a voice evaluation for uh, a while back who is from the Midwest. doesn't really matter where he's from, but he was delightful. I had a wonderful conversation with him. He had thought about doing voiceovers for a very long time. And it was one of those things that the reason that he what held him back was just life and 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 another common reason was he just really didn't know how to get started so i uh, i was able to give him uh, lots of feedback on his voice he had a great talent and he said you know i need to talk to my wife about uh, signing up to get coaching and demos done and i said that's great uh, definitely check with her see how she's feeling about it and jot down any questions that she may have uh, about your journey into voiceovers. And we got back together on the phone probably about a week later. And 
He said, yeah. He said, she was a hard sell. All right. And I said, so tell me what, what happened. And he said, well, <laughs> he said, she's from the Midwest. She is skeptical and she thinks she knows everything. <laughs> And it still makes me laugh because I could even hear in his voice that he's kind of he was kind of rolling his eyes because she had a very, very definite opinion about the voiceover industry, even though she wasn't in the voiceover industry. She'd never attempted to pursue voiceovers. She hadn't even done any research on voiceovers, but she had a very, very definite opinion on the fact that she thought was a fact that the whole thing was a scam. And the whole voiceover industry is a scam. I'm very skeptical. I don't think you should do it. So it's a really good reminder that there are a lot of people around us who who just aren't going to believe in anything that we want to do, no matter if we put the facts in front of them or if they love us or any of those things. They're just not going to change their mind. So it's really up to you to follow your own path. And I know it can be difficult. Family dynamics can be difficult. Partnerships can be difficult, especially if you're spending money to pursue your dream. And oftentimes, any career that you want to pursue, yeah, you got to throw some money at it. And I I get it where a lot of couples are like, we make the decision together on how much money we're going to spend. And sometimes that kills certain dreams. But following your own path and figuring out a way to do that is very important because no one else's idea of your ideal life matters. It really doesn't if you think about that. Now, I know, I know, I know some of you are saying, no, it it does. I've got to have my husband's blessing or whatever. But here's the deal. You can figure out ways to get what you want and not sacrifice it. I talk to so many people who, who tell me, usually I talk to people I do voice evaluations and I'll, I always kind of find out from people kind of where they're at in life. And I often hear this, many people, and it's normally women, not always, normally women who say to me, I've been doing for everybody else my whole life. Everybody else has come first. I've put my children first. I've put my husband first. And now I'm putting me first. I just love that so much that that is the kind of attitude that you want. It doesn't mean that you don't love your family or you don't love your spouse. It just means that, you know what? Your ideal life matters too. So explore that. Play with it. Allow it to be real for you. And try not to pay attention to the skeptics who say, oh, it'll never work. Because there will always be people who say that. Always. (laughs) you got to shut those voices out. You've got to shut those voices out. I have another story about a woman who I did a voice evaluation with, and um, her skeptic voice was her brother. Her brother, she told me the story that she had talked to him about her dream about doing voiceover, and he just poo-pooed it and waved it away and said, it's ridiculous. And then he said this. He said to her, which she and I both just cracked up over, he said, uh, yeah, you can't do voiceovers because you don't have the voice of Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and I said, well, it's a good thing because you're a female talent. And if you were a female talent with the voice of Samuel L. Jackson, that'd be very weird. <laughs> and by the way, you will not be doing any voiceovers 
that Samuel L. Jackson will be considered for because you don't sound like him. You sound like you. And people are not going to hire Samuel L. Jackson who want voices that sound like yours. So it was a really, it was one of the most absurd reasons I had heard from a person's uh, skeptic family member. And I'm sure I'll hear I'll hear more. And I get it too. Here's the deal. I, I understand that people are probably coming for the most part from a place of caring. They want to protect people. They don't want you to venture out and get hurt or fail or do any of those things. But you know what? It's okay to fail. And I want you to celebrate failing because failing is the only way you're ever going to grow and progress. And you can't grow if you don't get out there. You can't you can't steal second base if you don't take your foot off first. But so many people around us don't want that possibility of hurt happening. It won't kill you. I promise you. Failing will not kill you. Don't know why we're so afraid of it. I don't know why and the people around us who love us are afraid of it for us. So that's one type of skeptic. Then the other type of skeptic or family member And I hear this often are people who are jealous and they don't want you to pursue something wonderful and fun and uh, realize your own dreams because they they're just hateful. (laughs) They're hateful, horrible people that just you wish the worst on the whole world. And that that happens as well, where people will not encourage you just because they they don't want they don't want to see you happy. So that's almost an easier one to overcome because, again, you can dictate what your happiness is going to be and not anybody else should dictate that. So, again, it's really easy to listen to all the other voices around us. And if you do go down the rabbit hole on researching on the Internet, again, I promise you, you will find a lot of information to support what they're telling you. You shouldn't. You can't. You'll fail. It's wrong. You'll find lots of that information. Try not to go down that rabbit hole. Try to go the other way and say, gosh, there are people that are doing this job. Why not me? Regular people, regular people are doing voiceovers every single day. I'm just a regular person. I know. I'm a regular person. I am nothing special, nothing special at all. And I do voiceovers. It's a job like any other. So those other voices, those skeptics are an important voice to consider. I wouldn't shut them out, but consider it. Listen to them. And then again, do what you want to do, not what they want you to do. And then the final skeptic is ourselves. And I think that really boils down to just garden variety, lack of confidence. And that's okay. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with us. But lack of confidence, low self-esteem, not believing in yourself or your abilities, those are all things that can really trip us up and hold us back. And I think it's important to take a look at your life right now and think about all the things that you did to get where you are today. And it might not be perfect, but you're certainly not a failure. You certainly have overcome obstacles. You have had the ability in yourself to have control over your life and manage difficult situations, you've done that before. And sometimes we forget that we have done those things when we're embarking on something new and all that self-doubt comes up and all that lack, lack of confidence. And what's so interesting is that lack of confidence 
isn't related to lack of ability. I'll repeat that. Lack of confidence is not directly related to lack of ability. I meet a lot of people that I do voice evaluations for that have an, a gorgeous voice. They have the ability to do voiceovers. They have they check all the boxes. They have a, a good solid foundation to build on. And that's not what prevents them from moving forward. What prevents them from moving forward is lack of of self-confidence. And I think often that is the result of worrying too much about the standards of others. And again, that goes back to a spouse or parents or, or what other people expect from us. And I think it's a great thing to be aware of that, but don't let it cripple you. I've used the analogy of the horse race before. There's lots of horses in the race. Don't look at the other horses. Who cares? Run your own race and do you. And you'll be much better off mentally, health-wise, and confidence-wise. There is no way you can go through voiceover coaching and not see progress and growth. There's just no way. I'm often reminded of the first voiceover I ever did, (laughs) which was really bad. It was really bad. And they never hired me again because it was really bad. And I think back to that, and that was back in the uh, early, very early 90s, 1990s. And I, it was for a radio station in Sacramento. I did a commercial that was really bad. It was really bad. But I look back and I listen back to that commercial. I still have it on cassette tape. And I think of how much I've grown since then. And I had a, I had a good basic foundation going for me, but I certainly didn't have the skills to be a great voiceover talent and really know my stuff. And that took some coaching. So have confidence in that you will get better. Sometimes people think, oh, I'm not good enough right now. So that holds them back. Well, yeah, none of us knew anything about voiceovers until we went and learned about it. And that can be said for any skill or 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 career or thing that you want to learn. We're all born not knowing anything. Don't let that be the reason that you lack self-confidence. As you move through your journey to your goals, enjoy that journey, obviously, <laughs> but don't always look at the end. Enjoy the journey along the way. But remember that when you do hit a roadblock or you do fail, because you will, you will, just accept that and say, I am going to just, I just know that failure is going to happen. That has nothing to do with lack of self-confidence. Actually, that has everything to do with confidence. Being confident, being confident that, yeah, you're going to fail. You're going to have missteps and, and bumps and hiccups and wrinkles. Being confident that you can get past those and not let them destroy you is the goal. Don't let them destroy you. So this business coach said to me once, she said, this is a great analogy. She said, when you get in your car and you drive to the grocery store, she said, how many stoplights do you have between you and your house and your grocery store? And I said, let's see, I got um, one, a stop sign. One, I have three stoplights. And she said, okay, so when you get to the stoplight and it's red, do you go, well, um, I'm stopped now. I guess I'll just turn around and go home. <laughs> I said, well, of course not. That's ridiculous. She said, no, of course not. You wait until the light's green and then you continue on. So her point was when you're stopped in your journey, don't give up and turn around and go home. Keep going. 
That's the only way you move forward. And a lot of people turn around and go home. That lack of self-confidence is what makes them turn around and go home. But don't do it. Keep going. So learn to acknowledge your skeptic voice, your own skeptic voice. But again, don't let it cripple you. Don't let it stop you. I hear a lot of people who tell me, you know, fear is the one thing. I just have this fear that I I just, I just, I'm afraid to move forward with this. I'm like, really? It's your dream. And they go, yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just so afraid. And it's worth examining. What are you afraid of? And most of the time, if not all, it's that I will fail and look like a fool for chasing my dream, which isn't the case at all. But I get it because I went through that when I decided to get into radio. And again, this was back, you know, (laughs) in the late 1800s, practically. But I remember my mom, who was very supportive of my dream. I worked at a bank. I worked in corporate America. And again, wasn't a very fun job. And it was something that, you know, paid the bills, as I've as I've mentioned before. But I, I my dream was to use my voice. I wanted to use my voice. And so I thought about radio for a long time. And this was before the internet even was around to help, you know, sort out things. And and thankfully, too, because like I, I said, I think the internet can muddle things for us. <laughs> it's very easy to find information that supports our negative feelings about things rather than information that supports our positive feelings about things. But she called me up one day and she said to me, hey, what's going on with this radio thing that you've been yapping about (laughs) forever? And it did feel like forever. And I said, you know, I am, I am scared. And she said, what are you scared of? And I said, and I thought about it for a moment. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to suck. And my mother said, (laughs) she's so funny. She said, you might suck. But I don't think you will. And then she said, you know, you're not going to really know if you suck or not unless you go get trained, go to broadcasting school and find out because you can sit around and and think about it forever and never know. And she really changed my life with this. She said, if you let fear dictate what you do not do in this life, you'll never do anything interesting or worthwhile. And Then she said, you already know what it feels like to not do it. Why don't you go find out what it feels like to actually do it? And it might be hard and it's okay. It's okay if things are hard. Again, just because it's hard and you're stopped doesn't mean you give up and you turn around and you go home. You just keep going. And I signed up for broadcasting school that very week. I'd had the application forever. And I said, all right, I'm going for it. And I was excited and nervous, but I was very excited that I was actually taking action. I was taking my foot off of first base, getting ready to steal second. (gasps) It's an exhilarating feeling. It's very, very exhilarating. And I got accepted to broadcasting school in Sacramento. And I'll tell you, it was the best money I ever spent. I would have paid them double (laughs) for what they taught me in broadcasting school because it changed my life. I learned about a new career and I got my first on-air radio job at a radio station in Sacramento called KFBK 
And I was the weekend traffic reporter. Couldn't believe they were paying me. They were paying me. I would have done it for free and a cookie. I would have done it for a cookie. That's how much fun it was. But I got paid. Couldn't believe it. And I got that job about three months before my mother died. And yeah, it was very, um, very untimely. I was only 29. My mother was only 48. But I'll tell you something. The fact that she got to hear what I had been talking about doing forever was so gratifying. And she was very proud of me. And she got to say the one thing all moms love to say, which is, I told you so. So to you, mama, you were right. And I had her in my corner and she encouraged me. And I know not everybody has that. I hope that you do have somebody that encourages you to follow your dreams. And you know what? If you don't, you've got yourself. Quiet the skeptic voice inside of you. Follow your own path. If you've been thinking about it for a while, now's the time to do it. If my mom were alive, she would call you right now and tell you, quit thinking about it. We love to think, 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 and not do, 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 do. It's a very easy way to just not make any progress and stay out of the scary parts. But you've got to get into doing. You can consume for the rest of your life. And what I mean by consumption is taking classes, reading books, watching YouTube videos. But until you're actually doing it and working with a coach and getting your voice developed and working towards your demos and understanding marketing and understanding how to record quality broadcast, quality audio, you're just consuming. So get out there and actually create, actually create. Somebody once said to me that if you think about your dream and how uncomfortable you are by not pursuing it, and I I hear this from people quite often, they'll say, yeah, I've been thinking about it forever. It's just niggling at me. It's It's been there on the back burner. It never goes away. And I'm like, does that make you uncomfortable? Yeah, it's super uncomfortable to just have this dream and not do anything about it. But I'm going to be uncomfortable if I pursue it. And my point to them is, you're going to be uncomfortable either way. Somebody told me this once. You'll be uncomfortable either way. You're going to be uncomfortable if you don't pursue your dream. And you're going to be uncomfortable if you do pursue it. Pick which uncomfortable you want. Think of the progress you'll make if you pick the uncomfortable thing that actually moves you forward. (laughs) That's a really, really important thing to think about. So once again, I encourage you to follow your path. Nobody else's idea of how you should live your life matters. Take other people into account, of course. But the bottom line is what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Figure it out and then go do it. All right, talk to you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of Hello VO, I'd love to talk to you. So take advantage of booking a short one-on-one consultation call with me. I'll evaluate your voice and give you some guidance on voiceovers. So head to lisafoster.com and click the voice evaluations tab. It's free. I'll send you a link to grab a spot on my calendar so we can talk about talking.